Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Friday with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, Gabby Reese, Murgatroyd, Eni. That made me so happy. Why did it make you happy? I was hoping you were going to go with Gabby because, you know, listen, there's two people in my life right now Mm -hmm. that are named Gabby. Mm -hmm. And... Don't you have a guardian angel named Gabby? Yeah, I do. Okay, there's there's two people in a spirit. <laughs> and welcome to Los Angeles, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Can I can I have an avocado toast and a mochaccino, please? There, I Gabby's are all around me. So yeah, apparently my uh, spirit guides are Gabby. Okay, so today, um, for those of you that don't know, we have began a uh, texting. Uh, we began community. a community, a texting community, and it really is us. It really does go to our phone. We really do manage it, and it's a it's a beautiful community. Let's give uh, the telephone number. It's okay. Uh, so it's one three one zero. Do we have to say one anymore? I think so. Okay. One three one zero three eight eight nine seven two four. I think say we, one, say one more time. We have to say one because international, right? So one. Three one zero three eight eight nine seven two four. So that's our our cell phone number with community. And what I love about community is, like Rob said, we can interact on a level that is specific to things you're interested in. And a few weeks ago, or a few weeks ago, maybe I don't even know what day it is. So at some point, I reached out to the community and I said, you know. Um, we're writing this book and I'd love to know what questions you have for us and what are the things that you'd love for us to include in the book. And I got some really great questions that I realized we could answer some of these on our podcast. Are you down for that? 
It depends on what the questions are because I like to sound intelligent. <laughs> well, and if I don't know the answer, oh, I don't want it. I don't want to sound dumb. Oh, you're not. None of these are trick questions. Okay, uh, they're about you. Okay, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> well, don't be. Okay. So the first one is from Jennifer. And, Hi, Jennifer. Where are you calling from? Oh my God. And Jennifer wants to know how we met. So that's a pretty easy one. That's like a softball to warm it up, right? That is a softball. Okay, we met. Kim was dancing in oh, a strip it. club, and stop I was. Uh, I had a, a sack full of dollar bills, and I looked and I said, "This, this is the woman." Up? No, I'm kidding. Um, where do we meet? Well, that was the other Kim. That was the other Kim. Where do we meet? We met in a gym. Yeah, that's straight really, up. That is full. Can circle. I tell the story? Uh, yeah, let's let's try. It'll take two seconds. Okay. So I'm in the gym and this guy walks in like he owns the place, okay? I mean, straight up, like everybody's doing their thing. And this guy walks in, like doesn't even check in at the gym, you know, scan his card, nothing. Just literally walks in like he owns the place. And there's some element of his energy just hit me. And I was like, who is that? And I was working there. I was a trainer. And uh, one of my coworkers were like, oh, that's Rob. You know, his before and afters on your wall. <laughs> Remember that? Because I had an office in the gym. And I was like, no way. That's that guy? Because he had like weird curly hair. God, I need to post that picture, that before mm, and after. Actually, it's amazing. you don't. <laughs> I do. You really I don't. I do. And it's like, I currently have the life-size version of that too. But so yeah, you we met in the gym and that was the first time and- you know, we didn't even speak that time. Then I ended up in your clinic doing some sort of, you know, clinic day where I was testing body fat or something. I don't even remember. Didn't speak then. And then the third time's a charm. You walked into the gym again and the trainer you were supposed to have no-showed. And so you got me. And that began our life together. 15 years later, here we are. Actually, even longer than that, because you and I were training and friends for like over a year, long before we ever had our first date. So I, uh, for those of you that are keeping score, I was the creepy uh, chiropractor who married his personal trainer. But And I was the creepy personal trainer that bagged her chiropractor. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, what's the next question? So the next question is, let's see. Okay, so with regards on how we built this dream of living in Hermosa, did we both have the same dream or how did you motivate each other and keep that momentum going? So kind and this is from Marion. So did we have the both have the same dream? So this is super fun. We used to have two vision boards. Mine had Italy on it, Rob's had California on it and it never worked. It was, and, a, it was a pizza and an avocado. <laughs> I wanted to go to Italy. He wanted to go to California. I was indifferent to California. I didn't care if I lived in California, Atlanta, Texas. Like it didn't matter to me. He was hell bent on it, but I was passionate about Italy. And we had, you know, I can hear you guzzling your water I'm, I'm and you thirsty. know I have the thing with the listening to you, right? Oh, so you have a misophonia. Yeah, you're welcome. So we used to have two vision boards and I had mine with this like Italian dream life and he had his with this California dream. Well, as you can imagine, it would be really hard for that to work out. So a couple of years ago, we decided to join forces finally after like 13 years together and create one vision board. And we put that one vision board with our uh, 
like I'm going to call it mini retirement in Italy, followed by moving to California. I want to I want to dig into that a bit. Go for it. So I think people who are listening, because I've gotten this question as well, and really, really, I, I've been asked so many questions around things like this that I now know the question behind the question. Mm-hmm. And the question behind the question is, my wife and I don't have the same vision. Yeah. What should we do? That's really what they're asking. Yeah. So- um, what I what I have learned through the process that we have done together <clears throat> is the following: that when we first put the vision board up, one of us, like you mentioned, it's not that I didn't like Italy. I love Italy, right? I mean, I spent months there, and I've always loved Italy. So there was no question I didn't like it. I just wanted more. I just wanted to live more in California year round um, for me. And it's not that you didn't like California. You just wanted to live more in Italy. So we had to sort of like go back and forth on that. And we had to talk about what was it that Italy really, really gave you. And for you, it was culture. Culture was a really big thing. You really, really wanted culture. And then you had asked me, what was it with California? And for me, it was an outdoor lifestyle. But at no point was it an impasse where it was like, well, I just don't want that. Both of us were willing to bend on it and create something that worked. And so what Kim said was, look, we're not Italian citizens anyway. So we really can't stay more than 90 days unless we go through a whole you know, legal thing. So what if we spent a couple of months in Italy? I got it out of my system for at least temporarily. We moved to California, we raised Sophia, and then you know, we work on you know, going back and forth every year, maybe for extended trips. We work towards uh, buying a villa. Then we move, you know, when Sophia goes to college, we move to maybe six months, which has always been our dream actually, move six months in, in Italy and six months in California. So the point point is that we didn't, you know, those are very, very different. You know, like you can't say if you guys are having struggle, trouble where, you know, one wants to live in St. Louis and the other one wants to live in Alaska, you can't have much more of a difference than Italy and California. They're very, very different. So for us, we were able to find a compromise that worked, that inspired the two of us. And then the last piece of this is and this this took a lot of massaging. Well, it, before you get there, yeah, let me just say something on that. Mm-hmm. On that part of it, though, we operate from a place of what lights you up lights me up, and so you living nothing makes me happier than seeing you surfing in the Pacific Ocean every single week. Nothing makes me happier. And I truly mean that. Like some wives could be like, you will take four or five hours on a Saturday morning and disappear and go off into the ocean. And it's like, some wives would be like, what the F? It's our Saturday, What you know, blah, 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 blah. Like all the things. But I look and I go, oh my God, he is lit up. Yeah, you're packing that, you're packing me and the surf instructor at lunch. Right. That lights me up. What lights you up lights me up. And that is why we don't have a problem. So if you're having an a pro if you have a problem in your relationship where you guys aren't seeing eye to eye, it's because you're trying to look at it only from for yourself. But if the other person like Rob knew I needed to experience living in Italy, Rob knew I needed that to be able to like function, to be honest. Like I wasn't letting that go. And we would watch Italian TV on Sundays and I would cry like a 
buffoon. Like it was crazy. He knew I needed that. And I knew he needed this. And we wanted to gift it to each other. And that's why it worked. Okay. I remember what we want, what I wanted to talk about. What we were okay. talking about on the beach the other day. It just hit me. So it's really important. I'm gonna do the best I can to explain this. It's really important, whatever your whatever your current circumstances are where you are, you know, let's say you have a vision board too. We'll, we'll continue on the example of California and Italy. Let's say that you have this vision where you want to spend, you know, part-time in California, part-time in Italy. Wherever you are, you have to love where you are and want to go to the next place. And I have made many, many mistakes in my life where I didn't love where I was because I looked to the next thing I wanted to go. And because the next place I wanted to go was so exciting for me, I did not like where I was. And I think it's really, really critical that whatever it is that you're working on now, that you make sure that the vibe that you're in is loving as best as you can or keeping your vibrations high to get to the next place. Does that make sense? It does. And so the second part of this question is, how did we continue to motivate each other and keep that momentum going toward our dream? And that feeds into this. So what we did was we created one vision for our family. We created a vision board of California where exactly where we wanted to live. We downloaded photos of the coffee shops we wanted to go to specifically in the town we wanted to move. We downloaded photos of the school we wanted Sophia to go to, the yoga studio I thought I wanted to go to, and then I realized I don't. Now we're about to like, do this shit again. But, and- but all of these, but hold on. But my point is we downloaded all of these things and we sat there and we talked about it and we talked about it and we talked about it and we talked about where we'd go to get coffee and what our day would look like. We'd wake up in the morning, we'd drop Sophia at school, we'd go get a, a coffee down the street. We would talk, we'd walk along the beach. We talked about it and we talked about it and we talked it into existence. We if literally, you- <laughs> and, and, and by the way, what we're doing now, the work, if you've listened to our last few podcasts, We've been listening to um, Abraham Hicks and that's literally what they tell you to do, to find joy in it. And like Rob said, love where you're at, find find appreciation and love for where you're at currently, even if it sucks, find appreciation for where you're at and talk about and dream and, and describe and live for where you're going. And that is where the manifestation comes. It should annoy the hell out of people around you where you guys, where you and your spouse are talking so much about what you want to do. It should make people at the next table feel sick. Yeah. They should be like, oh my God, would you two shut up already? Which is and probably- you're like, And then we're going to go to Italy. When we go to Italy, we're going to walk down the Piazza del Popolo. And when we go to California, we're going to be walking our little poodle in the sun down the beach. And it's going to be a beautiful sun. You should make people sick around you. Which is basically- basically what we're doing right now with this podcast. But yeah, I mean, that is what we did. So what? how did we motivate each other? We got a glass of wine every single night and we talked about our future it's our and secret. how if it was going to- our secret, our, our next book wine, is going to be, we got a glass of wine. We got a glass of wine. We literally just talked about it. And so now, do you know what we're doing? Now we're talking about the next house we're going to have. Now we're, we're going to be in this house for a few years. I mean, we've signed a quite extensive lease on it because we love it here. 
And it's perfect for our family right now, but we're dreaming of something bigger. And so now we're starting to talk about that. We're starting to see it. We're starting to envision it. We're starting to have conversation about it. And it's fun. And it's so fun. And we're like, oh, well, if we live there, then we can do this. And then, you know, and we're having these conversations like it's already happened because that is how you manifest things. All right, let's take one more question before we go. All right, so let's see. Did you have a clear path on how you would achieve your goal or did you state your dream and did the answers just come to you? Well, this is a good one. There's no clear path. Um, there never there never has been a clear path. There's been, the, the last one was the clear path where we finally figured out what the path is. But until we were able to identify what the path was, it was a jagged line that was all over the Well, it's, it's always a jagged line right up until the last day. It was a jagged line. Uh, there is no clear path. Either. What was the second part of that question? Uh, there's only the next step. Let me see. Uh, did you have a clear path on how you would achieve it or did you state your dream and did the answers come to you on how to make it happen? Mm, good question. I wish I wish I can say the latter part of your question no, is the answer. It is. There, but it there's both. It, it, was, it was both. It was, much, both. it was much later. So here, here's what I would say. Let me re, rephrase this question a little bit. If I go back and I unwind, I'm going to call it the last seven years, uh, seven years sounds about right, right? Then what I would see is I would see seven years ago, two people that thought they had a clear path to California, thought they had a clear path to freedom, but were really struggling. And we were so hell-bent on the journey that we chose that we weren't able to see the forest through the trees. And it wasn't until we had Sophia, which kind of knocked us out of state, (laughs) you know? There's nothing like a baby thrown into the mix to kind of shift everything and to shift what you want and to make things a bit more clear and a bit more honest. But when Sophia came, we started to go with what was next. And it started with our our stupid idea time. We talk about this all the time. And this is what, you know, we're going to be um, writing our book based on is, you know, when you sit down and you have that blue sky thinking moment and you can truly not go with what you think you should do or what someone told you you should do, but when you can go with what your gut is guiding you to do, your gut, spirit, whatever you want to call it, what that source is guiding you towards, that's the next step you take. And you might not see 10 steps down the path. You you know, what we thought when we started our network marketing business, which is what effectively ended up launching us out here. When we started that business, what think about this, Rob. If I pull you back five years to when we started, did you think you'd be in a very different position in that one business than we currently are? What do you mean exactly? From like an economic standpoint? all all of it. Yeah, completely different. Completely different than where we are. And like, we didn't know what we didn't know. We didn't know how it would go. We didn't know if it would flop, if it would succeed. We didn't know what the expectation should be. Like where we we thought we would go, how fast we thought we would do it and where we thought we'd land is not it. We didn't know we'd end up with a podcast. We didn't know you'd end up doing work hard, play hard too. We didn't know we'd end up selling the clinic. We didn't We didn't know what we didn't know. And so one step 
brought us to the next step, which brought us to the next step, which brought us to the next step. And there was no clear path. There was literally just the next step. And I would say the biggest lesson I learned over the last five years was to tune in and listen to my intuition. And for me, that meant yoga. And by yoga, I really mean meditation because that's where I first started to get the grasp of what meditation could do was in yoga. When you quiet the mind, the answers come, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm thinking through this whole process myself. No, it was, it was a very, very different thing for me. Here's the thing that, to, to your point just a second ago of, of tuning in, the one thing that we have not talked about on this podcast, which I'm really starting to embrace right now, maybe it's because we're reading books like Many Lives, Many Masters or The Spirit's Journey. Guys, or, we're going off the deep end. We're going off the deep ends. Um, Let me go get my crystals. I'm, I'm noticing that, I don't know if this is a new thing or there's an awareness of it for me or like what's going on, but I'm noticing that there are people that are being put in my life that I now know are like, it's like, I don't know how else to put it, but say spiritual. It's like somebody is put in my life and go, oh, okay, that person's here for a reason. And it used to be like, you know, it was a coincidence. I met this guy or I met that girl or this person, you know, introduced me to that person. I don't see it that way anymore. The way I see it now is I'm like, oh, this person was sent to me. Oh, this person, there's something I'm either have to do with this person or I have to learn from this person or this, or I have to give something to this person, but it no longer is happenstancy to me. And now when I see people, and I'm not talking about everybody. I mean, if I go to the gas station, I don't, I don't think the guy behind the counter is going to be my new buddy, but significant people, you know, people that like you click with, or, you know, you get a great introduction to, or something, something like that. And I just, I'm really starting to recognize that, that there is so much more at play that is going on behind the scenes that is guiding us. And there are, there are people on earth that we are connecting to for very specific reasons to, to help us and for us to help them. So I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah. Well, obviously, yes. I mean, yes to all of that. And that's where like that next step comes in, that next step, that next person, that internal guidance system that is driving you to where you want to be and where you want to go. So it's like, you know, this all is connected, this entire thing. You, these, these questions literally just kind of walked us through our life, right? You walked in, I felt the hit of, of you being there. We- My can, natural heat is what it- Your Guatemalan-ness. My Guatemalan-ness. For everyone that watches the birdcage. You walked in, we connected. I mean, we had one date and never left each other. No. <laughs> we had one date and it was over. And, you know, and next month, God, it'll be 14 years married. So 16 years together and like 18 years knowing each other. Like that's a long time to be in relationship, you know, especially nowadays. So I don't know, we met and we you and I have walked this unique path of personal development before personal development was cool. You know, you brought me to that, that area of life. And then we created 
an online business, like a lot of people think like we just showed up in the last couple of years in like the podcast world or whatever. We Our first podcast was in 2006. Yeah, we are literally the 10 year overnight success for right, sure. Maybe 15 year. And so look at our journey, right? We we met by chance, quote unquote, to move towards what you just said. No one's put into your life, you know, for no reason. We have walked through this journey. We have failed at business. We have struggled to create visions, make our visions come true, but we keep getting better. Listen, you're uh, for people that um, have an interest in network marketing that uh, that Kim does. She's expanding her team now to oh, uh, a few yes. other countries. So if you're listening and you live in what countries uh, are you expanding we are to? Expa- Listen, if you're interested at all and you're listening, just reach out because chances are we're going to be in your country. If we aren't already, we will be there soon. There were some announcements this week where yeah, they went into- Yeah, we have 12 countries, 12 new countries we're okay. entering. All right. So she doesn't want to reveal it. So if you if you are interested at all in how Kim um, basically allows, pays for me to live in California <laughs> and surf, um, then uh, you should definitely reach out to her. And if if uh, if any husbands are listening, it's it's a good gig. So I would have your wife reach out to her. It's it's really, it's been- <laughs> It worked out for you. I don't know if you remember this on Saturday Night Live, they used to have the Spanish baseball player and he didn't speak English, but he was making millions and millions of dollars. And the, and the, the punchline every week was they'd, they'd interview him and they'd ask him all, all kinds of questions. And his answer was always, Baseball been very, very good to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I want to say no, our marketing has been very, very good to me. <laughs> uh, okay, that's it, everybody. We'll see you. Have a great week and bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.